a young lady who was worried about her son, you know, and all of a sudden now the enemy was coming to, whether it was the police or the debt collectors, you know, the stories in the Bible, uh, but the son was in trouble. And all of a sudden these organizations come into play and give that mother hope and that your son is saved. And that son is sitting there saying, Lord, I thank you. And that mom is crying with tears of joy. Lord, that's 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 what God has placed us in the earth to do. And we do it every day. Mm. And I think sometimes we fail to pause and just say, wow, Mm. God, you did it again. Well, it's a very (coughs) Merry Christmas here at Bot Radio Network as we celebrate with our clients and ministry partners who stopped by for an open house. Many of them were just in there enjoying some delicious food and fellowshipping and snacking and fellowshipping and snacking again. But I just thought we had to have an opportunity to grab some of these great folks and put them on a microphone. And let's welcome right now, Bobby Lewis, who is with Love We're Finding Ministries. We also have David Jordan, who is with Agape Child and Family Services, and Colonel James Kirkwood. I've got to put that colonel in there because of his long career with Memphis Police Department, but mm. he's head of the Memphis Christian Pastors Network. Gentlemen, first of all, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It is so good to see each of you. Y'all have a special place in my heart. Each of you do. But Radio Network is so thankful for the partnership that we've had with you for so many years. Love We're Finding Ministries, when Bot Radio first came to Memphis, we're soon to celebrate 37 years. From day one, Adrian Rogers has been a close and personal friend with Mr. Dick Bott. So that was a given. He was going to be on the radio, Love We're Finding Ministries. And really, Bobby, as I reflect back, LWF really wasn't that many years ago, I don't think, was organized to the way it is now. I remember getting like reel-to-reel tapes on Saturday to put on the radio. It was really the beginning of LWF on the radio. You're right. It's not what it used to be, although our values are the same. The ministry's mission has been since 37 years ago when we started to bring people to Christ and mature them in the faith. There's multiple technologies, multiple media, multiple ways uh, to do that. And those change over time, but the core mission and the core message never changes. That's what I like about everybody in this room. There is a Mm. core mission and core values. David Jordan, Mm. of course, Agape has that same history. I mean, it goes back, I think, even further than 37 years. 52 years now. Yeah, exactly. The incredible things that God is allowing you to do through Agape. And we've talked, and I know what you started out doing is not the same things you're doing today. Yeah. And yet with the same mission. So we began first 25 years foster care and adoption and began saying, what if we began talking to those families and being the community where those kids come into a system like foster care or any other kind of system and ask them, what is it you need before they get to those systems? And so that has led us on a track to be in neighborhoods. We're in with our friends and neighbors in Frazier, in Whitehaven, in Hickory Hill, now in Raleigh, other neighborhoods in the future, families in the center hearing their voice saying that uh, safety, schooling, education, jobs, family, and hope are the matters, if you really want to help, those are the things to focus on. And so we lead a poverty-fighting work, and we are fighting poverty at all levels, spiritually, economically, educationally, relationally, systemically, with many, many partners, the body of Christ in the center. That is such a a wonderful model based upon the gospel of Jesus Christ, because that Mm. is really the heart of the gospel. When you Mm. you look at Jesus coming, what he did to heal physical needs and spiritual needs. Preach, teach, and heal. Exactly. So that's just what a great example. James Kirkwood, of course, the Memphis Christian Pastors Network, you're at the helm of this, and this is an incredible organization because you help network how many churches right now? 
now, James? 75, 75 churches, cross-denominational lines, cross-racial lines. Mm-hmm. It's the body of Christ coming together, coming together to make our voices stronger around the different issues that are facing our community. And it's awesome to bring black and white and Hispanic mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. Right, and sit us at the table. And we work as a body of Christ. We see the problem through the eyes of God, yeah. through the lens of the word, to how we can be light in our city together, not separate, not divided, but mm-hmm. together. It makes for a great light yep. when you put them all together. It's awesome because we work on reducing poverty. I was telling uh, Dave, yeah. I wake up and he sends this email about what Agape is doing, the successes they've had this mm. year mm. around poverty. Mm. We're working on poverty as how do we connect young men and young women with the opportunity to upskill mm. working with the chamber. This is a beautiful thing. Mm. Pastors working with the business community, education community, the chamber, our city on how do we reduce poverty in Memphis. Mm. And so it's been an exciting work. It's been a beautiful work. It has mm. truly been a work where the people of God come together to work on the total man. Yes. Right? Yes, we offer him real salvation, salvation from his sins, you know, to come to the mm. Lord, but also salvation in his uh, home, how yes. he can be brought to a place of healing and wholeness where he can be provider. He can mm-hmm. be provider mm-hmm. in his family. She can be provider mm-hmm. in her family. Mm-hmm. Uh, children can can grow up and become educated and move forward and peace that real shalom yes. that all of us wants, you know, that mm-hmm. Jesus talked about, you know, I've come that you might have life and that life more abundantly gives us hope yeah. that God yeah. has not allowed this city to go abandoned or having a lack of workers for mm-hmm. the vineyard. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, we need some more, yes. but Praise the Lord. We got some workers in this venue. Well, that's that's what I really love about the opportunity we have because your voices don't often get heard on the media. Now, from time to time they do, and there's accolades given for certain efforts. But that's why we want to be that mouthpiece, you know, for the Mm. Christian community and allow your voices to be heard through our our local programs and our national programs like Love We're Finding. And, And, Bobby, I was really thinking, based on what James and David were saying, too, everything said here is really foundational, what Adrian Rogers, which the ministry of love refining is based on was come to Jesus. That's that first step. That's right. And James mentioned that. But then as you continue on, because you guys care about families too. Yeah. Well, what I'm struck with, Byron, even listening Mm. uh, today uh, to these two young men that I've never met before. Young men, I'll take that any day. (laughs) (laughs) Is, you know, Jesus gave one great commission. Mm. It was going to all the world, preach his gospel and to make disciples. There's different ways that that is accomplished. Through ours, it's a preaching, it's a, it's a legacy preaching ministry where we keep the truth of the gospel out front through Agape, it's through children's mm-hmm. services and things like that. And through Mr. Kirk's organization, it is uh, poverty, it's, it's basically re- reaching into the communities. But all of those are parts of the Great Commission. They were using the words body of Christ. That's really what it is because nobody owns the whole Great Commission, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We own the, we, basically, on the gifts and the experiences and what God has has given us in the way of influence, we own the responsibility to build the kingdom through those. What a great word. So well spoken. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things, too, is we 
don't know enough about each other. This is the first time you met <laughs> these gentlemen who have been laboring in the fields of ministry here for so long. Even this dear brother for 36 years, I believe, is a... Uh, 31. 31. You probably felt like 36 at times. <laughs> <laughs> With the Memphis Police Department, yeah. and knowing the lives he touched mm-hmm. from the back of his patrol car on the way to jail, right. they got shot with the gospel. And they heard about Jesus and other ways he was able to reach out as a citizen and as a police officer of our community and and the service there. I think one of the beautiful things that God has done is the Word of God, and this was was explained to me when I was a kid, Mm. the Word of God stands up. It's this Word that stands up and walks within the lives of men, Mm. right? And it will come out in action. And so if you believe that Christ is the answer to all things, mm-hmm. all right, I'm telling you, he mm-hmm. will stand up mm-hmm. and he will begin to deal with different situations in individuals' lives. Mm-hmm. And that's what you tend to uh, see when God placed men and women, mm-hmm. put my brother Jordan mm-hmm. with agape and then put him in the in, in the harvest fields mm-hmm. of Fraser and Hickory Hill, put you in a place that you could really minister, not just to a few people, but to a whole lot of people, mm-hmm. all right? And doing so, you take that word that has motivated us to move forward uh, because we know, all mm-hmm. right, it brought forth healing, it brings forth direction, and it, bright, it brings forth uh, a, a foundation that we can stand on. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, we can stand mm-hmm. on, and mm-hmm. we know, man, hey, mm-hmm. some kind of way, God's going to make a way. And we yeah. move in faith to believe and we transfer yeah. Yeah. our faith and our hope to other individuals. Mm-hmm. All right? That's the beauty mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. salvation, that it gives you this hope down on the inside of you that is so alive, mm-hmm. it comes out in your speech, it comes yeah. out in your actions, yeah. it comes out in your... Paul said, I tell you what, show me what you're talking about. All right, Show me your faith without your works. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you mine with my works because mm-hmm. I believe what I said. Mm-hmm. I believe what Jesus said. And mm-hmm. I'm finna go out here and walk out on mm-hmm. it, yeah. and I'm gonna get the results. Yeah. These works we're doing bring mm-hmm. forth results because mm-hmm. we believe. Yeah. And the people that hear us, mm-hmm. hear us, and take hold to this these these hopeful expressions that God gives us. Yeah. You know, that started in the Word. Yeah. You know, that started in God's Word in our lives. Those things has come alive and grown so big that 25 years Mm. later, Mm. you know, 25 years later, five years later, Mm. Memphis Christian Pastors Network, Mm. and then in our own individual lives, Mm. I ain't going to get those years back. (laughs) (laughs) Bart Radio, Bart Radio, when you listen to the owner, he talks about what Mm. God Mm. did in his own life personally Mm -hmm. that stood up and began to walk out Mm -hmm. and start this radio station that Mm -hmm. transferred the love of God, Mm -hmm. the hope of God, the word of God, all mm-hmm. over the place mm-hmm. and it comes out in our own workplace our yeah. individual places yeah. we stand up and we carry out the mission of mm. God oh, the mission wow. of God yeah. in there the lives go. of me and everywhere and everybody began to give him glory and <laughs> that's you know I'm like hey <laughs> ain't nothing awesome when you see a young man who's been struggling yeah. stand up a young man who was blind but yeah. now he can see, now he can yeah. see. Yeah. you know yeah. a young man who was unable to mm-hmm. take care of his family but now he can yes. mm-hmm. you know a that's young right. lady who was worried about her son yeah. you know and all of a sudden now the enemy was 
was coming to, mm-hmm. whether it was the police or the mm-hmm. debt collectors, you know, the stories in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the son was in trouble. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, these organizations come mm-hmm. into play and give that mother hope. Mm-hmm. And that your son is saved. Yeah. And that son is sitting there saying, Lord, I thank you. And that mom yeah. is crying yeah. with tears yeah. of joy. That's right. Lord, that's, that's, right. that's, that's right. what God has placed us in the there earth to do. And there we do it oh. every day. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we fail to pause and just say, Wow, hmm. God, you did it again. Yeah, that's oh good. My. That's good. You've done that's it good. again. That's you, good. You know, gentlemen, I was just thinking as you were talking about these expressions, all based upon truth. Truth being God's word. I remember years ago when Dr. Adrian Rogers was going to retire, and we decided to have our listeners call in and just say, "Hey, Dr. Rogers, this is what I appreciate about you. Praying for you in the new hmm. portion of your life." We probably had over a hundred calls that came in that we recorded, and probably 46% of those calls were from African-American people. It really showed me that truth is for everybody. everybody. It doesn't matter the color of your skin, but it just helped me crystallize our listening audience to say, Byron, we've got to know this is the body of Christ mm. that is listening and being part of this, Bobby. It really blessed me to see what God is doing through radio. Mm. Yeah, it's easy from the outside, it's easy to look at Love Worth Finding and look at a large mega church in Memphis, Tennessee, with a white pastor, a predominantly white congregation that's in there. But now his continuing ministry, his legacy ministry, which is what I'm serving through Love Worth Finding, we survey and we poll and we try to engage uh, with people. And quite frankly, the diversity is pretty high. We have significant uh, engagement with people that are in the black community. We have significant engagement with people that are in the Hispanic uh, community, as well as holding on to, I guess, what would have traditionally been a, a white community. And that really is the DNA of Adrian Rogers. I don't know, Byron, if you, you may not have been there, but there was a time where a young man walked down the aisle to present himself as a candidate for baptism and profession of faith. He was a black young man. He said, I want to go worship, you know, with my own congregation, my own people, but I was touched today. God has saved me today. I want to be baptized. Mark that. Dr. Rogers was the way you used to do it. You know, at the end of the service, everybody, you know, raise your hand if you say yes and hold up your hand if you say no. And there was an elderly lady in the back when we got to the no vote and she said, no. And I mean, just stunned the whole congregation, right? And Dr. Rogers, I'll, I'll shorten it, but he invited her to come down and state publicly her objection. She very derogatorily said that she just didn't think that this young man belonged in Bellevue. And Dr. Rogers said, let me tell you something. He said, number one, you didn't hear. This man is not coming to join with Bellevue. He's coming to profess Christ and to be baptized. If he were coming to join Bellevue, that would be totally okay because the day that this church refuses to receive anybody into the body that is based on anything other than grace through faith, he said, is the day you have my resignation. And that was in the early 70s, 72, 73. And we know that story. We tell that story. And we see the fruit of it in the engagements that we have with our constituents mm. really around the world. You know, none of us knew where this conversation was going. So I love this conversation. Uh, and, and so one of the things that, that we are doing, we agape, but it really it's, it's, it's not about organizations, it's about all of us in the body. But there are places that maybe white, black, brown, Asian are not connected. And so creating bridges, it's not acting like there's not life matters to address or deal with. Issues going, I mean, not, not turn our head to that, but how do we bridge to each other? And how do we have, I mean, uh, Ephesians, Paul says, you know, God created unity, 
We are to keep the spirit of unity. And so how do we keep the spirit? It's already created. And, and so, so we're having a learning tour very concretely, predominantly white church, predominantly black church, who are beginning in partnership with together, being on a bus together. So let's do a, a learning journey in Frazier. Then let's go do it in Cordova. And let's learn together and come in relationship and begin having conversations. So begin breaking down some of the walls. Because some people who are listening right now are thinking in their head, there's no way. There's no way. So seeing in the unseen, seeing in the fruit of yeah. what we have seen to be true, it is happening. But believers who begin to not believe can become the very barrier. And so we're trying to provide these opportunities for believers to be together, especially in differences, and become and keep the unity, be, be one together. Wow. David, I love that picture. Hey, I think uh, one of the greatest things that I loved about Memphis Christian Pastors Network was our table talks. Our safe table talks mm-hmm. where we, black, white, Hispanic, male, female, would all sit around the table, uh, intentional diversity around the table to tackle issues, issues that tend to mm-hmm. separate us. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's have a real conversation about it mm-hmm. so that we can come to know each other. I love the scripture that says, know them that labor amongst you. Mm-hmm. All right. And so we're coming. Listen, Will Jones, Germantown Presbyterian, a great guy. Sitting at the table, I've come to know him. Mm. We are good friends. We fellowship together. We talk together. Awesome man. Pastor Arkin, he died over at Carrierville United Methodist Church. Tall guy, basketball player. Mm -hmm. But to hear his story, to get to know him, to know the net labor amongst you so that you can walk together, all right? Mm -hmm. Walk together. Me and Mm -hmm. uh, David Jordan. Yeah. Knew him as a Frazier, police officer, yeah, that's right, have that's always right. been around, lieutenant, uh, mm-hmm. agape, working with agape. But finally getting to the table to sit and know this man, know his mm-hmm. passion, uh, it, it's just been a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. And I think for the body of Christ, we have to always watch division. Anything yes. that comes to divide us, yes, whether it's right. politics, prejudice, hatred, whatever, yes. we're supposed to call it out and yes. say no to it. Yes. And I'm saying individually. I'm not saying uh, in our own hearts, we ought to check our own hearts and mm-hmm. say, wait a minute. Anything that comes to divide, mm-hmm. God don't mm-hmm. like division. Mm-hmm. Neither does he like you know, that any brother who brings that seed of discord. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so when people bring discord, I just sit back and say, well, you getting in trouble. <laughs> uh, God don't like that. Well, you know, uh-huh. I, I heard someone say, <laughs> when you put your feet under the same table for a meal. This time we're having right now, we're discovering things about each other we didn't know. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first time I met David Jordan, he was new, I was new to him. But over the years, we've been together many times. Mm -hmm. And the more we know each other, Mm The more we love and appreciate each other, yes. we understand yeah. each other, and yeah. we watch out for each other. And too. we watch out for each yeah. other, yeah. yes. So at the core, it's relationships. It's relationship. Can we be in relationship? Can I come to know you? Can having love and and and, and can I hear can I hear you, James? And and can I hear the good stuff? And and can you tell me some tough stuff? Yeah. And and can we sit with each other? Because I know your heart. And so James says that. I need to listen. I may disagree. I may not understand. Yes. I mean, can I listen? Can I sit with it before I run and, and like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting away from this stuff because that's that's the culture we're in now. We divide and we split, and, yep. and so so being able to be in relationship and then be able to have conversation yeah. and go deeper. Yeah. And and the problems we face in our community cannot be won 
through the people of God being divided. That's right. right? That's right. And the enemy knows that. That's right. right? The enemy knows that. That's right. And so he's always working to keep us away right. from one another. That's right. That's because right. collectively, That's right. together, yes. we are absolutely stronger. We yes. are better together. Yeah. One will put a thousand to flight, but two will put ten thousand to flight. 10, 000, and so right. just if all of us come together, mm-hmm. all the ills that we see mm-hmm. within our community, mm-hmm. when the people of God mm-hmm. truly come together, be that salt and that light that mm-hmm. Christ yeah. said mm-hmm. we were. Mm-hmm. When we walk in who yes. we are mm-hmm. within the uh, mm-hmm. body of Christ, uh, within the mission of God, mm-hmm. we will see awesome results. We will see just beautiful yes. results. And I yes. see, I'm just this guy who yes. believe yeah. that we can eradicate poverty yes. within our city. I tell people all the time, I know Jesus said, the poor you will have with you always. But I'm like, he didn't say it had to be 50%. No. We can bring those numbers down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And I'm just this guy who says, no, crime does not have to define our city. This is a great city. Yes. And mm-hmm. the people of God should be leading that voice mm-hmm. to say, no, 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 this is a beautiful city. City. Mm-hmm. This is the place where God has made. Mm-hmm. This is a city that God yes. has created yes. and has established in the earth, in this nation, yes. for his glory. All right. Yes. Not the glory of all this negative, yeah. but for his glory. Yeah. And the people of God should be leading that yes. charge yes. and leading those words of hope to all the naysayers. Yes. You know, now that's just Kirkwood. <laughs> I, know, I, know. Well, well, I, I join I joined because well, I, I yeah. know I know we're we're probably running short here. But where else would God's glory but in Memphis, Tennessee, if and when it happens here, the naysayers like, what is that about? And I had no idea where this show was going, but I, I, but, but I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, so I love this conversation, especially in Memphis, Memphis Tennessee, Tennessee, where very few people believe it can happen. We are all in the Lord's army mm. as we start to wrap up here. And I remember singing that song, <laughs> I'm in the Lord's army, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. youth group. We have to have the Air Force, which is what uh, Lover Finding provides, you know, <laughs> the strike from the air. Because yes. we wrestle not against mm, flesh, flesh and blood, and blood. but against yeah, spiritual yeah. principalities and yeah. wickedness Agent and dark six. places. And so we had to attack by the air first. That's usually what they do when you, when you go to war, right? Mm. So we have the word being transmitted through Bot Radio mm. Network and the words going out through Love We're Finding and other Bible teaching ministries. And then you have to have the ground troops. That's mm. what Kirkwood and, and mm-hmm. Jordan are doing here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. so this is exciting, guys. I just want to close out as you look into a new year. What are you excited about? The expectation. I'll start with you, Bobby, as you look at the new year to come. Yeah, when you ask that question, I have two thoughts. One is that we are coming off three or four years of ministry that have been the best in the 37 years that Love Worth Finding has been in existence. Hmm. And so we don't want to do anything to stop that, and we don't want to do anything to break that. We can't make it happen. It's just what God is doing. But we want to make sure that we stay pure and clean and devoted and yielded. Uh, to him to follow whatever marching orders he gives or flying orders if we're the Air Force. The second thing, though, is God has really put it on our hearts at Love Worth Finding to focus more on pastors and churches. When Adrian Rogers retired from Bellevue, his desire was to go into a full-time ministry to coach and and, uh, mentor uh, younger pastors. We're seeing more and more men who are being called into the ministry older in life that don't necessarily go back to school to get a school degree. They don't necessarily go to seminary to get a seminary degree, but they still need practical pastoral training and they still need practical theological training. And so we spent a large part of this past year putting together a online resource library for bivocational and lay pastors who are being called into the ministry uh, late in life. And that's where a lot of our energy is going to be in 2023. That's good. That's good. Uh, A lot of things, but I'll say two. 
Uh, one. And first it, of all, this is David Jordan with Agape Child yeah, and Family Services. Thank you. Make sure thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, right yes. Now. Yes. So one would be as for the listening audience saying, I wonder if what we're talking about really could be true. Whether you're a pastor, whether you're a CEO or leader in your company, whether you're in the educational system, whether you, you have jobs that you can provide, uh, wh- wherever you might be, I would love to talk to you. If you say, I want to test that, I want to think through it, my spirit's moved, I'm wondering, I got question, whatever it is, can we build an army of colonels? We need the foot soldiers, yes. but, but we need some colonels and, and ch- captains. And so, so if you're interested... I'd love to talk to you. Second is uh, we will have now for the second year our Faith Family Festival. It will be Saturday, June 24th. We think 5,000 to 10,000 people, white, black, brown, Asian, coming together, people who love Jesus. It'll be at Shelby Park. Shelby Park. And, and, and so I would love to invite you, your church, to be a part of that a really concrete way to say, I want to come together, I want to worship together, and I want, I want the Army to come together, and then we'll disperse to go do work from then on out. So that's June 24th, more to come. For Kirkwood, for the Memphis Christian Pastors Network, we are going to start the year off right. January 16th, MLK Day. That day we celebrate the great prophet of uh, our country, our nation, Race for Reconciliation. All right, where we come mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. to the uh, stadium, the baseball's Redbird Stadium, and we run. Well, some of us run, some <laughs> of us walk. I'm hoping it's a run walk. <laughs> yeah, it's a run walk. <laughs> 5K run walk. Jan- we start off, I tell people all the time, when I go places, one of the negative stains that is on Memphis is the death of Dr. Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer that healing is supposed to always take place, all right? Mm -hmm. And in this city, while it is known for this horrible, horrendous act, how beautiful it will be when everybody, black, Mm -hmm. white, Hispanic, Mm -hmm. come together and celebrate the body Mm -hmm. of Christ, celebrating in that run. So y'all come and walk with me, and I'll run at the end. Come Ah. and walk with me on January 16th, (laughs) Race for Reconciliation. You can go to R4R.com and uh, register, Mm -hmm. but come on out. Oh, man, it was so much fun. This is the second year Mm -hmm. doing it. The second thing is the Memphis Christian Pastors Network is focused on making sure that we uh, take advantage of all the job opportunities, the Mm. skill, how do we skill up our community to make real good uh, salaries, Mm. become real good individuals, making good money for their families, Mm -hmm. is we are skilling them up, connecting them to all the skill opportunities. And one of the biggest things we're working on now is the electrical apprenticeship program. Uh, We're connecting uh, young men and women into this uh, program to go out and work at Blue Oval. How do we get as many Memphians you know, to take advantage of this Blue Oval project, mm-hmm. you guarantee just great salaries mm-hmm. out there. Even if you're not in an apprenticeship program, mm-hmm. just going out there and sitting at the table and putting preachers mm-hmm. uh, in these different places to uh, pastors mm-hmm. so that they can take these words, this mm-hmm. information, mm-hmm. this these words of hope. Because if God say he's going to do a thing, then you have to watch and say, okay, he was going to feed us. Mm-hmm. Well, he provided bread. So where is the bread? Blue Oval got a lot of bread, you all. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my. Hey, I'm That's excited good. about that. That's good. Gentlemen, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. Mm. Again, merriest of Christmas. God's mm. blessings in the Thank new year you. to come for each of you, your families, and the ministries where you serve. Thank you for being friends with Bot Radio Network. We appreciate you, you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you Byron. Merry Christmas Thank you to all of so you. Much.